Ruffle After Dark, KT, week one. Here we go. I can't believe it's football time, baby. Like It's I, football time. Football time. I'm just stepping on <laughs> the fucking touchdown call of tomorrow's fantasy footballer show, but Oh yes, absolutely. I have been waiting for that a long time. Yes. I so we've got a only a two mile run tomorrow, so I don't even think I'll get through the whole I won't even get through the whole show, but like I try to listen to their podcast. Oh good for you. I know. I can make it through like four fucking podcasts with a two mile run. Yeah, we're running like, you know, 11 and a half, 12 minute miles. We're just cruising right along. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Congratulations on your cardiovascular fitness. <laughs> well, I went from like mostly dead to not dead. So there's that. So, um, before we get started, what are you drinking tonight? That's a good question. I'm drinking, uh, you know, members mark the Sam's Club Kirkland. Okay. Came out with a um, seltzer pack. Sure. I'm having a passion fruit and key lime seltzer. Passion fruit and key lime. It sounds like an odd combination. It is remarkably tasty. And 4.3% alcohol. Nice. Not bad. Very nice. KT safe as non-beer. Yes, nice. I've got my last Della Artois cider, uh, the European South cider. That's what I'm starting with. And that one is a, I have old eyes, 4.5% alcohol by volume. But I really like, you know, I'm already a third of the way through that, through like two sips. So that's going to go quick. Always does. So then I brought a wild state, uh, reminiscent of my drive. We drove up to Duluth on Memorial Day, or Labor Day. Just did it there and back. Um, so I have a Wild State Classic Dry Cider that is 6.9% alcohol by volume. So we'll amp it up on the second one. Yeah, so, that's what I'm drinking. So everybody wants to know about all of our other leagues we're in. Okay. Um, I've been told that's what people uh, listen to the show about. They care about the most about that. I, I don't blame them. But I just have a couple of small sides to make. We definitely okay. want to hear about your four-team league. It's 16. Remember, 16. Four. <laughs> um, but I do have to say, I, so I did my work league tonight, and my work league is a 20-team guillotine. And I, I, I'm, the, I'm the commissioner, so I shortened up the benches so we can get out of there in an hour and a half. And, yeah. we, and we did. Nice. But someone... At my work, who will not listen to this podcast, um, who I'm fairly sure is incredibly incompetent at their own job, but also took someone in the last round that I, as a person who has a fantasy football podcast, yet it's only for 12 people in our league, um, and I'm... Hey, we got the one person in Russia. Don't forget about A couple people in Nevada and Russia... The occasional Corey Davis. Um, guy took Amari Dermercado in the last round, and I had to Google if that was a human being. It sounds like a one of those creative players from Madden. Yes, it's like the the you're playing the the fifteenth season in your Madden game, and all the players are just 
generated. I literally don't know who that is, and I put way too many hours into this. <laughs> um, that was just a small aside. I couldn't believe it. These, you know, it's like the auto drafter of Olympics <laughs> at the end of this thing, and this guy takes right. this guy, and I've never heard of him before. Oh, so speaking of guillotines, you're on the one with Rob, right? The Cobras the- League. No, 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 no! Like the guillotine league that Rob, like Rob's no. buddy, put on. No, I'm o- no, my my only guillotine is is my work league. Okay, because then... we have we have twenty teams, so I have I have to have a couple weeks where two teams get chopped. Yep. No, I I could have I could have sworn you were in that one for some reason. Now I'm sad because the person like I thought you were in it last year, and the person's team name, like your team name for Clovers or somewhere, was like Cosby's Quaaludes or whatever, wasn't it? No, it was Bill Cosby's Deep Sleepers. Yes, thank you. That's what it was. But it's it's like related, right? That so... was my work league team name until HR got involved. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, I'll probably change it. Anyways, I don't know why I thought you were in it for some reason. Because I think like Jimmy's in it, Baker's in it. So I thought you were in it just by the team name. I, like I never actually clicked on it, like the because it was Cosby's Quaaludes, right? So you're way more it. focused on your four team league. I am very well. I did the draft of this Gatesian league. Like I made Jessica drive back from from Duluth because I needed to do the draft in the car on the way back from Duluth. So, um, but I am predicted to be the second highest point scorer in week one. So that's nice. But in your fourteen quite, league? No, in the oh. in the, uh, <laughs> in the league. With Sorry, Robbie. I got mixed up there. Gatesian league, Robbie did it in the car. Um, but the Cosby Quaaludes was like projected to be the lowest, and that person had Garrett Wilson on their team as well too. So I just like it. You just all, assumed like, it was me. <laughs> just assumed it was you. So. Just a terrible dark humor, and uh, also Garrett Wilson. Yes. All right. So. Well, that's pretty fair. I don't know who that person is, but um, unless he's Lamone Dan or uh, Lamone <laughs> Dave, I, I'd like to hang out with him. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I was very happy with that draft as well. But, um, you know, my 16 league, I felt like they were just, like, handing me their money. It was fun. I did get Garrett Wilson in uh, Ode to You because I know that I'll never get him in this league. So, again, at least, I mean, I had him for a little while. but Well, you know. could get him. It just probably cost you more than you offered me for Zay Flowers today. Probably. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a good deal. Um, in- incorrect. So, but, yeah, like. I got Bashan, which I'll never get him because Daniel, you know, Daniel, like I offered him a trade earlier today for Pacheco and like Paris Campbell for, I don't remember what I offered him. It was probably not the worst, but well, uh, Algier and one of my wide receivers, I have so many, I forget which one it was. Um, but he, with Bijan, like Algier is probably more valuable to him than, an, I mean, if, if he goes down, he's going to be a a good running back talent, right? So he's more valuable to Daniel than anybody. And, uh, but just, just like trying to get Pacheco, it's like I'm trying to get, you know, Bijan from him. It was just, it was interesting. So, um, Dan, but, uh, Dan's auto office email says, no, KT, I don't want to trade with you. <laughs> no, I think that's just no KT. It's like, no, I don't want to trade with anybody from Ruffle ever. Like, please stop. Um, yeah, but there's yeah. a specific message to you. 
Well, yeah, when it sees like who it's from, probably, right? It's not so. quite a Dave block. Block. It's just like an out of office if this email messages you. Hey, I did get a trade with Daniel last year, pretty, you know, like early in the season. So I, I, you know, I can hang my hat on that. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyways, I was I was happy with this draft. Um, we'll see how it goes. I've got you know my my favorite uh, uh, my favorite guy in Danny Dimes is my quarterback. So you know, can't have enough of him. So. Anyways, what's our Zorp danger today? Uh, you know, I, I think on a well, it depends. Are you at home? Or are you like actually like? I'm at home your... and I'm hardwired. Ooh, I'm gonna give your Zorp. Last a little... last time I Zorped real hard, I was not hardwired. I was I was at home on the Wi-Fi. <sighs> Wi-Fi, but still your internet. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you like a three and a half Zorp rate, you know, risk level. Well, 10. no, I I think the Smoky the Bear. Um, is high, moderately high, moderate, moderately low, and low. So please give it a Smoky to Bear smoky rating. To bear. Uh, I'm gonna Mo- go with moderately low today. Whoa, you're saying it's good? Yeah, I, I, like uh, I'm gonna it, say it, moderate. Okay, I was I was in between those two. Okay, I was in between those two. So. Do you want to take two seconds and explain what your knockdown five wood is? Because we did not mention it at all. <laughs> I was actually going to bring that up because Doug was like, "Did we even mention that?" So we talked about it, but I'm after seeing Doug's comment, I think I realized that we talked about it in like the the pre recording that we the audio that we cut. Right? I should I should find a way to save those off and like just make a a one pot each year out. The pre, the outtakes, the outtakes. Fuck, ninety yeah. percent of this is outtakes. <laughs> um, we leave it all in. But the, but the um, so yeah, so I knocked on five wood. So golfing, uh, I'm not good. Uh, I can't hit an iron. Can confirm. Life, so <laughs> yes, can confirm. Um, so what I've learned to do or an adapt is to take my five wood and hit it from pretty much anywhere from about. 25 to 30 yards out to, I don't know. I mean, if I hit it good, I can get it maybe 200. So um, that's the range of my five wood. Um, so we, I think it was you or I think it might have been Robbie. Somebody. I did not say knockdown five wood. No, I'm saying like back in the day when I first started doing it, like I think Robbie might have called it a knockdown five wood. And so that just has kind of stuck over time. So that is why. Last episode was called Knocked Off Five because we were talking about the golfing beforehand and how I use it. Like Brett had never seen a Knocked Off Five before, and so I thought we had that in the episode, but apparently that made the pre-show, not the actual show. So, yeah, yep. I'll try um, to remember an actual like name that we actually talk about today on the podcast versus one of the ones in the pre-show. So, well. I don't know what we've talked about thus far, but we'll we'll do our best to get something funny as the title here. I did I did enjoy the the Zorp Danger Today uh, graphic that that Dougie did put together. It was I don't, I don't know if he photoshopped that or if there's some kind of a, a meme generator, but it was done well. So I, yeah. I appreciate that. I uh... <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. All right, 
KT, we've got a couple things on the agenda, and we're going to say fuck Brad a little earlier than normal, in my opinion. Uh, we do have some transactions since the last um, the last deal. We've got a couple trades. Uh, okay. You made a trade. I was going to say, I or think two. I was uh, We had a little... Really? Two? Uh, I don't remember what was done before the last time we talked and what we did. Very recently, Devonta Smith was traded from Dave uh, for Cooper Cup to Natron. Your thoughts? There's a lot oh. of injury risk there. Yeah, there there was. I so he went to see a body specialist in Minnesota. Now, who's a fucking body specialist? <laughs> for like a couple. Maybe days, that's like... the podcast name, <laughs> body specialist. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I I get it from both sides, right? Like, Dave, if he can feels like if he can get eleven, twelve games out of Cooper Cup, like it should be could be the piece to put him over the top. Devonta Smith, younger, still very good player. Natron needs a little bit of youth on his team, so I like it from both sides. I think you know if if Dave would have known that he was going to go on IR potentially for a couple of games, I mean. Would he still do the trade? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but uh, overall, I, I I see why both teams did it, right? So, uh, I will say a, a quick shout out to Natron because Dave did text me that because um, Natron had reached out to me to get Dave's number, and Dave reached out to me afterwards. He's like, "Yeah, he's like Nate did. He's he's like he accepted, and he." Uh, he did reach out to me to see if I saw the news on Cooper Cup's hammy to make sure that I didn't want to back out before I did the deal. So, um, solid, solid Natron for uh, looking out for your trade partner there. So, did you say, wait? Did you say that someone in this league didn't have the other person's phone number? <laughs> you know, well, it, at this a, point, a, this is well. Here's the thing: this is not a first-time occurrence because, like. I don't think Dave actually like saves contacts in his phone. Does Dave just have like a burner phone and he like splits <laughs> it in half after he's done. He throws it in the trash. He gets a new burner phone. He has to because like every year he'll be like, Hey, what's, what's Adrian's number again? Like, or, you know, what's Jimmy's number again? Or what's Jay's number again? Like he always te- texts me to ask what people's numbers are. Cause I obviously have them all saved as contacts in my phone. Like any sane normal person would do, but he does not. So. What the fucking movie I'm thinking of where they he like calls him splits the the um little flip phone in half and tosses yeah. it in the trash. I can, I can, but this there's like, like eight movies that that happened. That yeah, that's movie. true. It's probably not probably not a <laughs> not unique a soul. <laughs> unique situation there. No. Um do we have any other deals since we talked so, last? I think we had your think... your Elijah and Jameson Williams deal. Yes. Yeah, that Elijah and Jameson for Charbonnet and Jaden Reed. Um, I mean, I like Elijah more, but I don't know if he's – I mean, he'll be better than Jaden Reed to start the year, but I liked him as a prospect coming out. Um, Did I, you need I, running I, I back? Mean, I mean, I, I – You didn't I draft a running back. <laughs> well, no, I did. I drafted Tank Bigsby. Oh, that's true. And I liked Sharp. Like when I was, when I was debating at that number, whatever pick, the Zay Flowers pick, I was debating between Sharpenay and Zay Flowers and Quentin Johnson, right? So, um, 
I like Charbonnet, and so and Jamison Williams. I like the talent. I just I, I don't like. Part of me just feels like that dude's just snake bitten, right? Like ACL, and he comes back for six games and doesn't really get integrated in the offense, and then he is a dumb fuck. Uh, well, yeah, and gets suspended, and then when he like. And he, they talked about him needing to get some reps in the preseason, and then he pulls his hammy. So I just kind of felt like I'm not necessarily cutting bait with the guy because I think he's still got all of the talent in the world. But uh, I get another running back, plus I get a, a, a wide receiver that I and a few other people liked. So, um, yeah, I thought it was, uh, you know, Jimmy wanted a guy, Elijah Moore, in case Jerry Judy was going to be out for a while. It's just another option for his depth, at, you know, because he's obviously all in this year, which um, I have helped facilitate a little bit, I feel like. So if he does win, I feel like a part of me has won as well. Um, but, yeah, that was that trade. That's all the big transactions before uh, this week. I think there was a waiver wire that ran. KT, have you looked? Let's take a look. Reports, waiver wire service. Now, this might be wow the first. If like I, I in all of the ruffled preseasons or you know for even you know any week, I cannot honestly remember a week where not a single waiver claim was made. Which is interesting because I looked at all of these rosters pretty in depth and. There's a few teams that could have probably used a guy or two that are on the waiver wire. So um, I'm not going to name names. Well, name. I, don't want I think feelings, if you were looking but... at Vegas, and this is foreshadowing to Robbie's update and predictions, but since we're talking about gambling, I think if we were to look at this before the waiver wire and put a, a an odd on two things, and this is what I'm looking at, the odd for no claims being made mm-hmm. and the odd – Odds for Adrian making a claim mm-hmm. would have likely been neck and neck somewhere <laughs> between 80 to 200 to 1. Yeah. So someone somewhere is getting paid. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I almost put nothing one in to talk time. about here. No, I, I was say I almost put one in for one player out there, a young guy that I like. But the guy that I was gonna like drafted to cut because Rodriguez Jr. I'm like, he actually made the team and like is third on the depth chart for Washington and running backs. You never know what's gonna happen. So I was like, yeah, do I want the, the the young running back or do I want this other schmuck? So I decided to get the young running back instead of the schmuck. So well, I got about fifteen guys on my watch list. Not that that really matters, but. You, I figure well, I, I, I normally see like one or two of them get sniped a week. Mm-hmm. Like, you are you the only guy in the league that actually uses the watch list? Like, <laughs> I only use it to like highlight, you know, like you put players in a queue. Like, I never wait to my queue, right? In a draft, right? But like, I'll scroll and be like, oh, I like that guy, I like that guy. So it kind of like puts a pin in it when we're talking about top players or whatever. So no, I don't sure. use the fucking watch list. But I use it. You use it. I got you. It's just to put a highlight on a guy. Sure. Next to a bunch of dudes. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to get time. into week one predictions here. Like I said, this might be a, you know, we're 20 minutes in. 
Yeah. This might not be another 20 minutes. Maybe it will be. <laughs> but we do you're have... Saying, you're saying we're not going to have an, another hour and 20 minute episode? We're not, it might not hit the 60 minute mark, but maybe it will. Um, Robbie put out his first prediction of the year. And that's always a good thing. Thursday mornings um, is normally when it comes out, right? Yeah, I think it's normally... I think, it, I think at times, like when he's he's tried to beat our podcast just to get it out there before he, before the pod comes. But yeah, typically I feel like it's that Thursday morning when it usually hits the the airwaves, the internet. So, so. I'm going to skip past his individual predictions because I'd like to put I'd like to put Robbie's predictions after ours. This is okay. on, on air production meeting here. <laughs> yep. But so, always a good thing. I would like to talk about the fact that he is putting odds to win the division, and he will take your bet a maximum of $50 on any number, not just your number. And I think whilst that is awesome, and I have already texted him that I will put $20 on myself to win it four to one. Mm -hmm. Now, gladly go in. And pay him his twenty dollars to Pub Forty Two. Oh, we didn't talk about this. Tomorrow is the Cobras League draft. Oh yes, at Pub Forty Two. I won't be there. You're not there. No. Well, I'm gonna be there with my gold bat for winning the league. <laughs> uh, Maddie did text me a picture of him after he turned in his keepers late, but that's a whole other story. We're gonna take. We're gonna put Jensen's pizza money on the table and play some cardboard crack and see what we can do with it. There you go. Because Jensen got the uh, the the Lenny, the Lenny, the vaunted pink bat, the pink bat, and I have the Adrian. Yes, the gold bat. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm sad. No, I I got softball practice until like seven thirty. So by the time I would get home, drop on or off, I would never. Get Gotta go that. run another fucking marathon or some shit. Yeah, no, doing that in the over the lunch hour tomorrow. All right, well, so I don't have to run after doing the draft. I'm sorry we spliced that in in the middle, but I had to say that I'm the Cobras League champion. Never thought I'd hear those for the first time ever, and I've never been on the the Lenny bat either. So we're we're in good shape. Um, so what do you think about these lines? So. I'm not going to say the goddamn division names. No. Not not doing it. Fuck Brett at 5 to 2. Mhm. Myself and mm-hmm. and Natron at 4 to 1. And and I think 12 to 1 to Adrian is probably the highest the highest you could go and literally feel good about yourself putting a line out. Uh, no, I I could probably go twenty to twenty five to one on that one. Yeah, but what if? Here's the thing. Here, here's what I was yeah. saying earlier about. Uh, well, spoiler alert: when we get down to you, um, but like, let's say Adrian. Mm-hmm. So as a as a minus fourteen hundred dollar or seventeen hundred dollar guy. Yep. In this league. Yep. Um. Let's just say I trade my whole fucking team to Adrian, but I had yep. put fifty dollars at twelve to one on Adrian to win the division. Yep. I win like two years worth of money. 
three years worth of money. Maybe not three. Maybe well, I'm down fourteen hundred dollars. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so it's like a lifetime. Make a profit <laughs> one way or the other, motherfucker. Trade it all. Yeah. And you yeah, and you at nine to one, that's the most volatile nine to one I've ever seen in my fucking life, because your team could be full of old fucking season long dudes by the end of the year just trying to make a run. Yes. I mean they kind of already are, right? No. <laughs> Michael Thomas, Beckham. We're talking about your starters. Yeah. Which are all, my lineup? all young dudes. <laughs> No, I haven't looked at your lineup. <laughs> I don't know what we'll, the fuck we'll you're there. trotting out there. I will I tell you that so. there's one one specific matchup that I'm really curious as to uh, how the lineups are set right now. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, so what I'd like to do is I'd like to go through the predictions and then talk about Robbie's predictions. Okay. All right, let's get to the scoreboard here. All right, so we have to start at the top. Natron yeah. versus fuck Brett. Is that where you start too? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's where we start. Top, bottom. Yeah, just making right. sure that your top's my top. Power yeah, top, yeah, yeah. power bottom. Yep. Whatever. Um. <clears throat> okay. We've got Natron looking very nice, with the exception of his best player. Yeah. I. I mean, so I always love how the the difference between the lines, you know what I mean? And then what it says at the bottom, right? So it's got Natron at, you know, giving three right now with Kelsey may or may not playing. Right. Right. But when you look at the act, like in the, in the actual scoreboard itself, mm-hmm. it has like the percentage, you know, with, and it has Nate at an 87% and Fred at 13%. So that just doesn't seem like a minus three to me. You know what I mean? Like, well, we're, we're, of... we're very familiar with RT being not good at math. Right. Math is hard. Yeah. So this, the spread is, you know, Nate minus three. And somehow that means 87% of the time they will win. Hmm. But obviously RT thinks Travis Kelsey's going to play. Yes, clearly. And so, um, if Kelsey doesn't play, he's playing Chig. Who I, I like Chig, just not against New Orleans. Um, what was what was the team? Was it Arizona that was so fucking bad for like two decades tight against tight ends? Yep, probably still are this year. I mean, I don't know if you they're going to be bad offer, against but, everything, but, but they got worse. Yeah, somehow. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have one good defensive back. Well, let's trade him. I'm going to put penny. brain scramblies in this podcast again, as Doug likes to uh, ask for. Tua does not have the brain scramblies yet. Okay. So I like Brett. I mean, fuck Brett, but Kelsey being out is a big fucking deal. That should swing that that um, that number probably seven points. What do you think? Yeah. I, I mean, it'll probably, you know, Kelsey's probably predicted for like, 12 or 14 points. I don't, I'm not looking at yep. his roster, but you know, right. put Ching in. That's probably still six. It's like a drop of six, eight, seven. Or, yeah, I'd say six to you know, from a 12 to six, that's six drops. So, I mean, it flips it according to the according to RT at a plus three for Brett. Um, 
I don't know though because like the corpse of Adam Thielen has got a, a bum ankle, so I was expecting him to come out of the gate kind of hot. But if you've got to take the corpse of Adam Thielen out, I mean, who does he put in? Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, maybe. But the Jets have two really good cornerbacks <clears throat> and good defense. Well, and... if if Kelsey's out, you could put McKinnon in for extra passes. Yeah, but. I mean that they play Thursday night, so he has to make a decision tomorrow on oh. Thielen at, at, at that point. Then, right? So sure. Um, yeah, I, I think you take Kelsey. He I could think. he could take Chig and put him right against uh, Juwan Johnson. Yeah, he could. Um, I I mean I think Devonta is going to feast against New England. You know they're going to try and stop AJ Brown, uh, Tyreeks. I think it's going to have a solid game. Amari Cooper's probably going to have a solid game. Evan, Mike Evans is probably going to destroy Minnesota's secondary. Uh, Joe Mixon's Joe Mixon. Mostert's going to get a ton of touches. I don't know. I think I think even with the Kelsey injury, I mean, that's a huge blow, but I'm still going to give Nate a, a narrow victory in a uh, not as high a scoring game as maybe we thought it was going to be coming into the week. That's my that's my prediction. I'm going to go with – I'm still sticking with Nate. Fuck Brett. All right, I will take I'll take Brett by an extra point. I think it's going to be really close. I do agree with you. If Kelsey's out, I think. Well, I don't know. I think at this point, I think Kelsey's going to be out. Yes. Or he's going to be one of those fucking game time decisions, starts and then plays like two snaps and decoys. Because yes. a bone bruise is no good. No. That, that's what they're reporting today because it was hyperextension the day before, and then they said just a bone bruise today. So. Well, the hyperextension doesn't necessarily do a whole lot. It's just, you know, what the result of that, right? So yeah. that hyperextension, the bones kind of smack each other, right? So, yeah, I guess, I, you know, now that I think about it, like if Gabe Davis does play, he's going to get sauced because that's all Buffalo's got. Well, no, you no, know, they, sorry, they sorry. They, they're going to put digs on sauce, so they're going to put. What's his fuck on Gabe Davis? Yeah, he could catch one. I don't know. Sorry, I, I got a little mixed up because I've been jacking off too much of Garrett Wilson tape on uh, <laughs> on Hard Knocks. I've been really been yeah. looking at the defense. So, well, they play a lot of they play a lot of zone though, so it just depends on if they're gonna if they're gonna stick digs on Salsa's side or if they're gonna sacrifice Gabe Davis. I would lean to bet that they would sacrifice Gabe Davis. So. Just my humble opinion. Uh, let's see. Robbie says, going to be close until we get to tight end. Now it's in doubt. He thinks Brett pulls it off. So, so he's on my side. Minority. Of the yep. All right. Next game. You and Adrian? Me and Adrian. And Do I really need to say that you're going to win this game? Because you're going to win this game. <laughs> Robbie's supposed to, Robbie's supposed to predict me to lose. No, here's my favorite. So you're a 22 point favorite as of right now, right? But it's also an 83 percent to 17 percent in your favor. Yes. Oh. So the math from the last game and the math from the this math game, does the math. I must. There must be a floor and a ceiling projection in this uh, this scenario because um, I should be murdering him in the percentage. Uh, compared to the previous matchup, but um, yeah, I 
Like my chances. KT, I'll just leave it up to you to break this one down because um, even if Jameer Gibbs like eases into this offense on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, so Lamar and Josh Allen, flip a coin, doesn't really matter. Take whichever one you want. Aaron Jones was for Cordell, Cordell Patterson. I mean, unless Cordero gets way more touches than we think he's going to with Bijan and Algier still there. I mean, they don't have a ton of other receivers, but I get it. Like, he still could get some touches. Unless he houses, like, a couple of his touches, I'm not seeing it. Jameer Gibbs versus Kenneth Walker. I mean, worst case scenario for, or best case scenario for Asian, I think, you flip a coin and they're basically similar. I, I, I don't know if Kenneth Walker's. I mean, maybe he'll be the bell cow and he'll get a bunch of touches and he'll just blow up the Rams' terrible defense, you know, late in the game because they're going to get up and and destroy them. So I mean, like, give me a flip of the coin there at, at best. You know, Gibbs might be playing from behind, getting a bunch of catches, like, it, whatever. I I mean, there's maybe a world where Kenneth Walker outscores Jimmy Gibbs by a lot, but I think the probability of that is low. I guess is where I'm going. Kenny Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, two old guys that are both going to catch a bunch of balls, whatever. DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton. I mean, Sutton might be the only game in town. DJ Moore is really the only game in town. I, I still think DJ Moore is going to do better than Sutton, but sure, whatever. Olave, destroying Marquise Brown, in my opinion, um, because Marquise Brown is going to be catching some ball from either Joshua Dobbs or something. They're starting Dobbs. Tune. Um, yeah, but that's what they're, that's what people are speculating, but I, they haven't come out and said it yet because – yeah. Apparently, I forget the name of the coach now. The Gannon for for the Cardinals thinks it's a competitive advantage for him to tell if he's playing Clayton Tune, which sounds like a made-up player, or Joshua Dobbs. Where I'm like, I think they both are made-up players. Well, but they're both terrible. So I play the rookie and see what you have. But whatever. Um. Anyways, I still think a lot of is going to dominate Marcus Brown. I think Garrett Wilson's going to dominate Rashad Bateman coming. On his first game back from injury, and then Mark Andrews should—I mean, he's got the quad, so maybe he, you know, they get up big against Houston, and then he takes the second half off, and Isaiah Likely plays more. I mean, that could happen, but I still think he's going to outscore Cole Komet. So, how do you I, feel I about the tiebreaker win. matchup between Bryce Young and Irv Smith Jr.? I'm just kidding. Uh, Let's keep. I'm going to take Irv Smith on that one. No. <laughs> Robbie uh, says I win handily. That's that's the synopsis. So yep. All right. So me and Baker. Um, week one and done. <laughs> so versus the Baker. one thing there is I've never <laughs> lost a week one. Let's put that out there, right? I've never in ruffle history. I've yet to lose a week one, but I've also yet to win the championship. So my hope is this week. I lose the, for the first time in Ruffle history so that I can set the stage to win the championship for once. That's that's the theory that goes on in my head right now. But That's a bold um, strategy, Cotton. It is. It is a bold strategy. So I, I think Baker, honestly, if I'm – I mean, okay, so he's 9.5, but somehow he's an 89% chance – or 89% to win. I was told there would be no math. <laughs> Again, the math ain't mathing. Um. Uh, Daniel Jones versus Mahomes. I'm going to take Mahomes there. Gibson versus David Montgomery. Isn't Kittle not going to play? 
He's questionable. He's groined. A groin. Kyle Pitts uh, on the bench. A strong message sent by Mr. Baker. Yeah. To his young um, star. Yeah. Right, let's keep him on the bench. Thank you. Um. But uh, no, I. Uh, Gibbs, I mean, Montgomery's probably going to outscore Gibson. Stevenson's going to get outscored by Jacobs. You know, they're playing that Philly D. It's going to be a tough week one for Stevenson. Herbert and Beckham, I think Herbert outscores Beckham. Michael Thomas might not actually outscore Van Jefferson, but without Cooper Cup, who knows? Burks is going to get outscored by Jalen Waddle. Addison, Kadarius Tony, flip a coin there. Um, and then Waller will probably outscore Kittle if Kittle plays. He might outscore, I think Waller outscores hits as well, but. Um, so I maybe win one of the eight starting positions. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Baker beating me. I, I think that that nine and a half or ten is probably a little low. I'm gonna give him beat me by about twelve to fifteen. So got? I think you're starting a, a fucking terrible lineup. Okay. And you should win, but you're not going to with that lineup. Okay. Odell Beckham should be on the fucking bench. Zay Flowers should be in your lineup. And Jalen Reed should be in your lineup over Michael Thomas. And then you'll win. Well, if both Watson and Dobbs are out, I will probably have to pull either Odell or Michael Thomas out. I would probably pull Odell and put in Jaden Reed instead. So there's that. I mean, I might. You think Zay Flowers is worth two first-round picks, and you're not starting him over the corpse of two shitty old wide receivers that you have no idea what their relationship is going to be with their quarterback because they haven't played in the preseason. Yeah. Please. 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 I don't want to get hurt. I'm not going to stop saying please. (laughs) Just trade me either or both of those guys and then we can talk. So I'll take the talent and you can take the old. Um. So in this current scenario... I will say Baker blows your fucking doors off and week one and done gets the name change to knock down five wood or whatever the fuck else you think your team name is going to be at the end of next week. No longer week one and done or the promised land or whatever. How do we get all those guys uh, from the religious guys to listen to the podcast? Immaculate. Yeah, it was one of those weird ones like that. It was a Jesus-y name. Yes, it was a very, very uh, religious type name. So, um, no, I was gonna change my. Oh, the resurrection is what no. needs to be oh. your team name. No, no, no. I was gonna call it um the Dark Aster was what I might change it to, but you'd have to be a Doug might get that one as a Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy type thing. But anyways, so that is way above my head or <laughs> below my head or whatever it is you fucking nerd dude uh, yeah yeah so i'm gonna guess you lose um robbie picks you to win so well that's only because i've never lost right i mean it'd be, yes he's basically saying it's dumb to pick against something that's never happened but we're both doing the smart thing and picking against me so uh, all right robbie and jimmy We've got some, um, a lot of potential upside. Yeah, we're mathing real bad here. The the RT math is 
borked. Yeah, like Jimmy's a bigger favorite, but Robbie has a better chance to win. I yeah, again. RT, let's figure this out, please. Um Yeah, no, I I think Jalen Hurts outscores fields, but that one will be close. Madison and Javante, I think that will be that will be I think probably Javante just because of the matchup and um James Cook, Brees Hall, you know, again based on the matchup, they're both tough. I will give James Cook gonna split. Brees is gonna split. He is. I think James I mean, but the Jets defense is no joke. So I think it'll be tough sledding for James Cook. I mean he'll get maybe a few more receptions than Brees Hall will. I know Brees will get some receptions too, but Damian Pierce, Brian Robinson. I think Brian Robinson's in a smash spot against a terrible Arizona team. Agreed. They can get up and just ride him. Um, Adrian over Ayuk um, with that matchup. Debo, Drake London, I'll take Debo. T. Higgins over Dotson. Actually, that one, you know, I think most people probably say T. Higgins, so I'm, I'm going to throw that one as a, a coin flip. Um, maybe because of the matchup where they'll they'll get up and Dotson won't need to be used as much. Um, if Scary Terry plays, I think it's more of a coin flip. If Scary Terry doesn't play, I think I would take Dotson in that matchup. And then Schultz versus Laporta. Um, Honestly, I think I would probably take Laporta as a rookie, which you normally don't do. So I, I think it'll be closer than the thirteen and a half that uh, um, RT's got the the line at. But I still think I'm gonna. I, I still pick Jimmy for this one. Jimmy by thirty. Okay, that's bold, Cotton. Yeah, I don't know. Um, gut feeling. I think Madison is going to be in this, in honestly in a smash spot. I think we're going to be exposed to how bad Tampa is. Um, James Cook, They're, fine. Um, I just the whole Madison thing. He, I don't think he's as good as people think he is. I think he's not good at all. I think Ty Chandler is but, great, and I think somebody should trade him, uh, trade for him. I think actually Miles Gaskin is better. Um, Miles Gaskin is a trash can. Yeah, but where I was going with this is Tampa Bay, like their offense might struggle early with Baker versus Brady, but they still had a pretty decent defense and their defensive front is tough and our own line isn't world beaters, right? So I think we're going to have a tough time running the ball. Um, I think we'll be able to air it out a little bit more. And so I, that's why I expect maybe a, a bigger game from Cousins and like Jefferson and T.J. Hawkinson and whatnot, but... Until you're up 20. Is our defense... I mean, I like our defensive coordinator, but does he have the pieces he needs to... Because I mean, our defense was trash last year, so... That is anyways. true. Um, Yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, Jimmy by a lot. Uh, Let's see what Robbie said. Robbie said... Jimmy crushes me, so we're in the same... We're in the same, yeah, self-deprecating thing. All right, in the largest spread in Ruffle history, <laughs> uh, um, Maddie is waiting, apparently, to the podcast comes out to make a lineup. I mean, so if I were to speculate on his lineup, right? Um, you got Herbert, Henry, Cook, Sanders. I'm going to throw Jan Jackson in there. And then, uh, no, I won't. Uh, 
Then I was going to go Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Deontay Johnson, and then Hawkinson as the other. Is that enough players? One, two, three, four. Mathing is hard. Do you have MVS or Boyd? Neither. Oh, sorry. Uh, so one, two, one, two three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah. So with those, with that starting lineup, um, I like Maddie's team overall. I just don't think it's enough to, to get done this week. What needs to get done? Dante Johnson's got a tough matchup. Justin Jefferson will have a good matchup. He'll be fine. Amra and Ra will probably be in a smash spot. Hawkinson, I like, but you know, was he really just contractor? Is he still coming off the back? And is he going to be in football shape and see all the touches and all the stuff he normally would? Miles Sanders against a good Carol or against a good Atlanta defense. I think will be a better Atlanta defense. Dalvin splitting time against a good defense. Um, Derrick Henry playing a good New Orleans defense. So I'm going to slightly lean Doug in this one. I'm going to pick Doug too, but for one main reason is that I can't say this all the time, but CMC is healthy. Mm-hmm. You pick him to win. The I rest of the Dobbins, team has... I think Dobbins is a smash spot, and so is ETN. I agree. Um, Doug's team looks a lot like the team I drafted tonight in a... Uh, in a 20-team league. Nice. Uh, let's see. Robbie says, Maddie pulls this one out, sending the Emperor on an uphill battle. Well, we all would probably like that. <laughs> I love the optimism, Robbie. I love the optimism. Yeah. So, it is hard to un- overcome a 108-point line, but somehow 108 points to 0 points is 98% to 2%. So there's a carry the one. There's a carry the one problem (laughs) over there at the RT Sports book. Um, All right. So in our last matchup, we have Dave and Dano. The line is Dano minus nine and a half, aka eighty-one percent to nineteen percent, which doesn't also make any fucking sense at all. Hey, but but at least they're consistent because I'm a nine and a half point underdog, and I'm. An 89 to 11 there as well. So, I mean, they're consistently bad. Um, 89 to 11 with the same fucking line? Yeah, with the same 9.5, yep. Sweet. Yeah. So, who you got here? We got Dano and 900 running backs. Yes. And Watson, who's probably not going to play. Is, mean, that, so is, is that real? To, yeah. He was out with a hammy. Him and Dubs. Dubs? Dubs? What, what are they doing? Dubs. Dubs? Yeah. Uh, they were both they both the DNP today with hammy issues. Yeah. So, I I think the likelihood of Watson playing is low. But, I, I mean, I'm no doctor. I don't even play. I didn't even say the holiday on last night. So, but uh, um, I still don't think he plays week one. So he's got to listen, another... listen to my uh, my Green Bay daily podcast to see how uh, realistic that is or not. 
So I think he's got to put in Michael Pittman or Brennan Cooks. Um, does he put Pittman in to kind of Hedge. take away some of the, the, the Anthony Richardson? You know, what, I think that's probably a safe hedge. Richardson? What do you think? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, Brandon Cooks is probably in a better smash spot against the Giants defense, but if you want to try and hedge some of the points to kind of keep that that edge, you'd play Pittman. So, um, We're going to find out who the number one running back is in Indy, and his name is the quarterback. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, both teams have solid starting lineups. Um, honestly, like James Conner to me is like Eckler White. Like he's going to see a, a ton of touches, just like Eckler will. I think the touchdown equity is better for Eckler, but because I'm not sure if Arizona will be able to move the ball at all against Washington, but Conner could probably see. 12 targets in that offense um, realistically. Chubb, solid, swift. It just depends on what Philly decides to do against New England on the road. Are they going to try and pound the ball more with the likes of like Gainwell and Penny? Or are they going to kind of try and get swift out in space? And uh, Najee's going to get his touches against a, a tough San Francisco team. Akers, who knows what McVay is going to do there, but they're playing another solid defense. I think Bijan and Diggs, that, I mean, uh, we talked about the whole sauce or anything, but they could move him around and get so I mean Bijan might have a slight edge there. I I think it's where you get to the Pickens and Watson and Higby. Well maybe Pickens and Watson where it starts to fall apart with Mike Williams and DK Metcalf for me. So I Dave gets some of that edge back. I think this will be a high scoring close game. Um I'm gonna go on a limb and say that uh that Dave's gonna pull this one out. I wish you didn't say that, because I was gonna pick Dave. <laughs> well then pick Dave if that's what you think's gonna happen. I think what you said. I think Richardson can splash week one. Well, and that's the thing is like he doesn't even need to throw a lot. He could run for 140 yards and two touchdowns. Like, and there's you know 20 some points right there. So, I I don't think I think Diggs will probably not do that good, but it depends on the, how they cover him. Mike Williams could score two touchdowns. DK Metcalf could score two touchdowns. You mean JSN? DK Metcalf and the Poop Chauffeur can score two touchdowns. <laughs> and, you know, he's got a lot of high upside dudes. Or uh, at least a couple high upside dudes. Yep. We, don't, we don't know what we're going to get from, you know, kind of the last four dudes on Dano's team. Oh, real quick side note. In that league draft that I did last night, it was still like probably middle of the draft. Not a lot of tight ends had gone. And I just nominated, or somebody nominated Evan Ingram. So I put, for a dollar, I put $2 on him, thinking he's going to go higher than that. And I'm just sitting there, and the clock winds all the way down, and I get him for $2. And I was like, I literally went right away and, and Googled like Evan Ingram injury. Like, <laughs> I was like, did he get hurt? Did I not see that news, right? Like, because where like Darren Waller went for like sixteen dollars, um, I'm not saying that Ingram's the same level necessarily from a target volume as, as Waller potentially is going to be this year, but I don't think they're fourteen dollars difference in a two hundred dollar starting 
you know, seller cap money, right? I think even Fryermuth went for like ten dollars, and to me, those two guys are in a similar stratosphere. So I shook my head. That's why I joked with you. Like they were just handing me money because of stupid things like that. And this has been the chronicles of the six-team league. <laughs> the autumn winds a raider pillaging for fun. Hey, I did win that league, that sixteen league last year. So I'm aware we talked about that. How, never mind. Um, any last thoughts? Uh, Robbie says Dano wins that one. Okay. Uh, we have I, you know Sunday. We have football tomorrow. We have football tomorrow. Yeah, it's football time. Um. I will say I was sad Robbie didn't do like a predictions of like what he thought like, like the year long predictions right like who was going to win alternate did he do that and I missed it and no but I don't remember him doing it so nope I don't think so yeah um do better Robbie do better and his his whole like one and all mentally predicted KT to make the first post draft trade like yeah and I, I predicted the odds were like uh, I think. Yeah, like I predicted myself to play cardboard crack after we were um, golfing because we had extra time to kill. Like, right, like whoa, on a limb. Like one to like instead of like a hundred to one odds, it was like one to a hundred. Like, I don't know how they do those type of odds, but like it, it, it's pretty much a lock that I'm gonna make the first trade when I made sixty-nine trades or whatever it was last year. I will say I would have lost a bet on draft day that I didn't think I was going to lose was that Adrian was going to wear that fucking shirt again. Oh, you thought he would wear the, the she wants the t-shirt. He always does. He always does. Well, and this is brand. I would have lost a dollar as well too, thinking that Dave was going to be the last one there. And it was actually, what wasn't it? Dano with the number one pick. I'm surprised Brett didn't show up like an hour late. Well, yeah, cause he didn't pick for like, well, him and Baker, they didn't pick until, like, the fourth round. They so. should have been doing some... It would have been more fun if they were swapping fourths. Making <laughs> making Robbie have to wait. That would have been fun. Oh, gold for next year. Well, do we need a soda pop bet for this first this first week? I feel like we we're... Have, I mean, we still have a soda pop bet that you owe me and the one that got nullified. It did not get uh... nullified. I won that. <laughs> It's yeah, not nullified. It, it nullified. was put on the board. It was when it's put on I'm, the board. It's on the board. We had a, we had an independent third party that nullified it as well. It should have been. So the fucking divorce meter guy who <laughs> listens to the podcast and writes down and awesome ranks yeah. our takes. Yes, him. That cool dude. He says to no. Yeah. 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 Um, but like, what would be a good like soda pop? At we have to come up. With, maybe we should have one every week. Maybe that's what we need to do. Because Doug said he'd be willing to like keep track of them, right? So let's let's put him in charge of something. He's not doing the Twitter. He's not doing the Facebook. He's not doing the TikTok. I don't know if we have a TikTok, but whatever. You know what I mean? He's not doing any of that stuff. So so. Let's see. Let's it's see what I, right now. Let's see what I've got we here. Got, we got I think I feel like it should be between our teams, at least to start with. Well, 
I'm gonna lose and you're gonna win. So there's that. that no, I'm not saying that. I'm just we can pick out a guy or. Uh, Hold on, I'm gonna go back to my game because you're making fun of my like blah blah blah. I think that Michael Thomas will outscore Jaden Reed this week. How's that? I think that Jalen Reed will outscore Michael Thomas. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. What did you say? You fucked it up again. (laughs) I'm never going to get it right. You say your side of the bet. I say my side of the bet. We pause. Then we say put it on the board. So what did you say? I have no idea. I said I said put it on the board, but I might have mumbled something before that. God damn it. Try it again. Otherwise somebody else is gonna fucking retire. <laughs> um all right, so I think that Michael Thomas will outscore Jaden Reed this week. I think Jaden Reed will outscore Michael Thomas. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. All right, we got it right. Hey, and guess what? We got to like fifty five minutes. Well, Appreciate you listening this long. Best of luck to everybody in week one, with the exception of, I guess, Adrian. Doug. Doug. And Josh. And most of all, fuck Brett. Fuck Brett.